everybody. Welcome to the Pilsner Podcast, episode 124. I wrote 127, but I'm pretty sure it's 124. Pretty sure? No. I think you're right. I think we did 123 last week. Yeah, you're right. Because it looked weird typing out 123. Anyways, my name is Tim, and that is short for Thames. Join here, as always, with my co-hosts, Corey and Adam. What's happening, guys? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? So, I played the coach theme. Yes. Um, Did the theme that your coach change when he became the coach of the Breakers? No, it just got shorter. Okay. That was really long. Believe it or not, I think that was the cleanest copy I could find. It's no longer streaming anywhere, and I subscribe to everything. I check Hulu, Amazon, and Netflix. I'm not going to buy an episode just for that. Pretty sure somebody uploaded to YouTube a ripped copy off of a VHS from, like, 1988. <laughs> so it drags a little bit. Yeah, so I listened to, like, 19 versions of that, and that was the best one last night when I loaded that in. But check this out. While I was looking for it, someone recorded lyrics like a fan did. Is pretty brilliant, and it's a, this is only thirty seconds long. We probably should have used this one. I can send you the link. It was uploaded in two thousand ten. Doesn't mean it still wasn't you then. But I did think if we ever, if <laughs> I do like, Tim. if I ever do like any theme song that doesn't have lyrics in it, like the Andy Griffiths show or something, I should challenge myself to record yes. the lyrics for it. There you go. Yes. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think like on some of them songs there are lyrics out there that were never used? Oh yeah, like yeah. for like the Andy Griffith theme. Cheers theme song is a whole song. Right. Yeah. It's like three and a half minutes long. Okay. Lyrics are terrible. After they cut it off at the right part. Same with uh, uh, the Drew Carey show. Oh yeah, and the yeah. Facts of Life theme song. That and one? there you have. Really? <laughs> I'm not a fan. But <laughs> I, I prefer you know. All in the Family. Growing pains. Show me that smile. Um, Corey, you were late tonight. Sorry, I'm late. The Weather Channel's got some pretty exciting stuff going on in Missouri. button. Well, you said a hard in at seven fifteen, so I thought that meant that we couldn't get here until seven fifteen. I, I didn't know how to set that up. I just wanted to play that. <laughs> button. It's like yes! fi- 15 layers of me doing all that with my mouth. <laughs> I'm going like, in a microphone last night. Nice. Okay, that's all my hard hard hits to get at the beginning. That's it? You said you had a bunch. It's five minutes. We've already done. I said about five minutes worth. Okay. It's 440. Got right. done early. Fair enough. Oh, all right. We're ahead of schedule. Good yeah. Lord, has your ass gotten so fat you need two seats? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> hey, Andy. Good Lord, has your ass gotten so fat you need two seats? Next time he comes back. <laughs> I think I've determined that the buttons I pick are going to be whatever I'm watching. 
Yeah, you've done a lot of King of the Hill ones so far. I got one from a reality show. Did y'all hear that? I think I almost farted. <laughs> I had a... I was going to send you... So I'm working on a one of my top seven lists that we're doing going forward. Yep. Um, one of them, you're going to have to load some audio in for me that... It's one I was going to do today, but then I realized that it would be much cooler with the audio, so we'll do that when we have time to set it up. So. Yep. Okay. But I'm not going to tell you what the list is. I'm just going to give you the stuff I want loaded in. <laughs> yeah, just um, number them, and then right. you can say play one, play two. Perfect. i got to try this. I have never needed a beer so bad in my entire life. Oh. True. Was that your first taste of this? Yeah. Hits you like an IPA and then she yes. smooths down. Yeah. What are we drinking? <clears throat> Shift happens, man. This is from Shell's Beer. Uh, this is a transitional mini series in four parts. Shift happens. So I don't know if this is their way of saying that they're shifting into a new type of brewing, but uh, this is. Uh, a double dry hopped lager. They did the India Pale Lager, what, two years ago, maybe? Three, maybe? It's got to be before the podcast started. <laughs> yeah, the Citra It Blanc. was over then. Um, and then they did do an IPA last, within the last year. <clears throat> they did the rye one. They did the Nordic one. Um, They've done a few, actually. Yeah, there's three. some that we haven't had. The I session. Three different ones. Um, anyway, so now they did this double dry hop lager. Which is going to play in nicely with one of the other beers that I brought today. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but this is a double dry hop lager with Simcoe, Centennial, Amarillo, and Chinook hops. Uh, let's see if there is a can read. Oh, there is. This series is a nod to 160 years of brewing. You could say we've seen a lot of changes in our time, and beer is no exception. While brewing fine German lagers is our bread and butter, innovation and versatility are key to longevity. Although it may seem a little unconventional for shells to brew a double dry hot beer, you know what they say, shift happens. Uh, shout out to Shells for making a can that's easy to read, white lettering on dark print without a glare. You're welcome, I put a good word in for you. Without a glare. Um, awesome. I like the can art too. It's I do cool. too. I I like this new seal that they got. Their 120 year or 160 year seal with the deer oh, head for sure. Yeah. Well, it all started with deer brand beer, right? Wasn't that their? Isn't that their oldest recipe? The deer yeah. beer. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I so think so. We're packing nine percent ABV and eighty IBU. <laughs> I think if you scale the IBUs back just a little bit, this would be the perfect beer. I got. I like it. I like it too. I mean, they basically turned a lager into an IPA. I mean, at nine percent, I'm not going to sit back and drink a six pack of them. But right, I might go into a hot tub this weekend. Oh, yeah. Ooh, good for you. <laughs> go to the New Ulm Best Western. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. I'm gonna get Green Mill Pizza. <laughs> yeah. Is this a family outing? Yeah. Or just you and the wife and kid? No. Or extended family. Extended family. That sounds like fun. It's fun. Hang out by the pool. Is this on the wife's side or your? It's ours. Your side. My side. Yeah. Thanks for the invite. No, you're not invited. <laughs> that was by choice, design. Yeah, um, fair enough. We. 
my dad's side. Oh, okay. That makes sense then. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, we did this we do this pretty much every year and Megan and I didn't start going until they brought it here because uh they were going to the cities every weekend. We're like, nah, fuck that. Right. I'm not going to the cities to go sit in a pool. We'll go to New Orleans to sit in a pool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's a, that's a cool hotel because you can walk like right out of your rooms and. Yeah, we right all there. a lot of us got poolside rooms. Last year, only one of us did, and all the dogs were put into that room. So all the dogs just stared out the sliding door, at, like six dogs just staring at us all. Like, why can't we come out? <laughs> <laughs> so, what does the hotel charge you? To like that hotel to bring a to have a pet in the room. Ten or twenty bucks, I can't remember. That ain't bad. And not bad at all. I learned this year. I'm just not gonna tell them. There's no way for them to know. It's true until you get a two hundred fifty dollar cleaning bill. Yeah. <laughs> She's not gonna shit on the floor, Corey. That's well, I your just style. Meant, like, shedding. Or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, because we actually the the boarding place that we took Lucy to on our last trip is in New Ulm. It was like 26 bucks a night. Okay. You know, That's not was, bad. So if you want a true getaway where you don't have to worry about the dog, you could... No, the dog's part of the family. She comes with. She likes it. She had a good time last year. We took her out um, to the pool oh, okay. last year. We broke the rules and just brought her out. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, Megan yelled at me. Breaker. I'm going to text the owner right or the manager You're of that rebel. hotel right now and tell them to It also says no no booze, no glass by the pool. We had like six coolers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we were sitting there, and I went inside to my Those uncle's room. Those rules are for like teenagers and 20-year-olds. There was a freaking <laughs> hockey tournament in New Orleans, so it was full of kids too. We were like, this is a little weird because we're getting a little buzzed. Um, but... Last year, I went into my uncle's room and grabbed, uh, that's where all the dogs were, I grabbed Rory, and I sat down at the table with everyone, and Megan stands up and goes, "Uh uh-uh, no, no, put her back, and I put her back. About an hour later, I'm looking down, I look back up, and Megan's sitting there, petting the dog, I go, what? (laughs) She's like, I don't know. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, see, I told you nobody cares. (laughs) What's she drinking? Nobody drank heavily. But I was going to say, she might got a little lax in her... Yeah. Rule breaking. If uh, yeah, she was like a keystone down oh. further than me at that point, so not really. Yeah, but the difference is, is that you'll break a rule sober. She needs like three or four beers to break a so to break a rule. Yeah. So if you were like two in and she was three in, then that's rule breaking territory for her. Oh yeah. I hope she has more self control after three beers. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not talking robbing a bank. We're talking bringing the dog by the pool. I know, I know. So, speaking of arguments so with my wife, right now, but I'm not. <laughs> arguments with my wife. Um, had one this week. Uh oh. So I need you guys to settle a debate with me. Oh jeez. I already know you're on my side here. Uh... It's a pretty simple. <laughs> it's. Not gonna throw anyone under the bus. Don't tell me your side. Just tell me what the debate is between. And I'll tell you which side I'm on. I need I need to give you context. Okay. Um, Don't use names. Head. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I really. She got up and. Let's say that Jim and Wendy are married. No, I got up first. I got up first and I walked into. We have a bathroom attached to our bedroom. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. I got up. It's a weekday. Uh, I start peeing, and it's a long pee. And she's like, she walks in, and she's just standing next to me, like looking in the mirror, doing her thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I fart while I'm peeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the argument right there. Um, she looks at me, like just stone faced, like, "What is a matter with you? What did you just do?" And I go, "What do you mean?" She's like, "You fucking farted while you pee." I go, "Yeah, it happens a lot." <laughs> she goes, "No, it doesn't." Like I go, "Yeah, it does. Everybody does this. I bet you do this. Why are you so like all offended by this?" And she's like, "No, nobody else does that." And I go, "You're wrong." She goes, no, I'm pretty sure I'm not. I go, at least every guy does this. I know that. And she goes, no, pretty sure it'll be just you. Ask around or anything. I said, you know I'm going to talk about this on the show now. Right. It's totally normal. And you're, I, it, Yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in, you're right. In my thinking, I should have said, but it was early in the morning. I wasn't fully straight yet. I should have said, um, I've been to a public restroom before. Case right. closed. We don't have to have this argument. But right, no, true. now we're bringing it up tonight. That's the most normal thing that happens, especially after like three mirror universes the night before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Megan, you're wrong on that yes. one. That one I will concede to and not get <laughs> which Which naked gun uh, movie was that when he's taking a piss with the microphone? <laughs> and he's taking this like hour-long piss and he's letting them rip. <laughs> I'm going to find a link right now. <laughs> Was it the first one or like 33 and a third? or I can't remember. I'm I don't not remember sure. which one it was. <clears throat> uh, OJ was good in those movies, too. R.I.P. Leslie Nielsen. In that type of comedy, you know, they don't make that. Leslie Nielsen was like a straight actor, like earlier in his career, you know. Oh, really? Like Dramatic. Yeah. No shit. Yep. I've, I've never watched a movie of his as a drama. I don't know God. if I've ever seen any of them either, but... Is he alive recall. still? Oh, God, no. No. No, he's dead? He's dead okay. or hell. No, R.I.P. That's why I said it before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I let's thought you were saying that about O.J. No, I said R.I.P. Leslie Nielsen. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I'm going to say that he died in 2009. Okay, that's like 10 years ago. Oh, no. Okay. This is... I bet there's an ad. I'm going to mute this. Oh, I was off. Oh, there isn't. No, you can't. can use my radio mic. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Your Honor. He's going to the bathroom here. Zoom forward. He's walking into the bathroom. Goodwill tour is complete. And He's got his mic on still. Yep. Indeed, it is for all the people who will be able to share in the uh, celebration, especially will be the Queen's public appearances. <laughs> so we're talking about the Queen, so it's supposed to be the first one, right? Yep. <laughs> and now there's people See? watching it on TV. <laughs> no? Yeah? yeah? Oh, he farted a bunch. Um, we also would like to... <laughs> <laughs> I want to get that prostate check. Whoops. 
Okay, 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 okay. But I'm on a I'm on a site right now. Video. It's like from <laughs> some local radio station in Indiana. Okay. Councilman forgets to turn mic off. Goes to the bathroom. They linked it. They put both the actual video oh. and then the scene they compare it to. <laughs> I gotta see this. Item R. And this is uh, Miss Chandra. Thank you, Mayor. I'll try and keep this brief. Um, okay, he's getting up and walking away. all the details. I'm sure most of you remember Mr. Guest's presentation oh, no. Oh, no. from last this time, and I imagine he's going to hit some of the highlights here in a minute. Um, but I do want to just say that if your life has not already been touched by an antibiotic-resistant disease, it probably will be at some point. Uh, my mother has fought a MRSA infection. I have a high school friend whose three-year-old son almost died from C. diff, and he will be dealing with the consequences of that for the rest of his life. But the thing is that these deadly infections, there's something we can do about it. And what we can do is call on, on represent, a governmental representatives that oh, are higher yep. up the chain of command. <laughs> <laughs> and ask for action at the federal level. Um, I am... Um, <laughs> Aware of Mr. Brainerd's concerns that he raised last time, and there were there would be instances where I actually agree that we should take action locally first. But there are not any um, KFO operations in Georgetown, so for us to just say it within the city. Would be an empty gesture. Um, <laughs> So <laughs> he's walking back now. He's fat too. And also, these diseases just didn't wash his hands. <laughs> no, he didn't. Right. Don't know any boundaries. So a state by state approach would just mean that the <laughs> oh, someone's telling him what just happened. There'd be clusters of disease that would <laughs> sorry would go across the border. Anyways, I'm going to stop talking now and ask that you give this serious consideration and approve this resolution. Yeah, poor lady. She held it together pretty yeah. well. I would have stopped and just like, okay, hold on. But she's like talking about a pretty serious subject matter, but then she yes. can't stop laughing. Oh, my God. So you said that... That was from a local news story, and they played the two to compare. They, like, linked in the Leslie Nielsen thing. Yeah. Which reminds me, I'm going to brag a little bit, one of my greatest troll moves on Twitter ever. Do you remember a few years ago when there was the news story about the Minnesota cheer team that got in trouble for stealing the choreography of another oh. dance team at, like, the state tournament or something? Yes. Yes. Yep. So Care Eleven did a news had a news story on it and was like, did, was anybody there for this? Did they see it? And so I tweeted at the reporter and said, I've got, I was there. I caught on video a confrontation between the two groups. <laughs> I know what you're gonna. And do. I linked <laughs> the cheerleading competition from. <laughs> It wasn't even, it was the one of the teen movies that mocked Bring It On. 
Not Another Teen Movie? Yes, from Not Another Teen Movie. So I sent the so she so before I sent the link, I just sent that saying, Hey, I've got the video to this. She responded and she's like, Oh, serious? Will you share it? So I sent her that link and it was like you know, obviously satire from the movie, just over the top hilarious. And she responded back with just you got me. <laughs> but I had, like, my sister, for one, reached out and was, like, randomly saw it without being tagged or anything in it. Just saw it on Twitter. Yeah. And was like, I've never been more proud to be his sister, you know. But, Hell yeah. Because it was like the whole, you going to bring it? Oh, it's already been brought in. <laughs> I was waiting. Um, Last Friday, we had that snowstorm. And somebody, like, let some... Everybody know like this is what it's like in the southern part of the state or whatever. And everyone, this one guy's like, "Dude, it's not that bad. Oh, why is everyone freaking out?" And I sent another picture because they had already retweeted that first guy. Yeah. And I sent another picture of it looking terrible. And I go, "I don't know. Seems kind of bad to me." Got a like from the reporter, and I was all getting ready for it. For the old, do you mind if we share this photo? Because I was gonna go. Absolutely not. Do not share this. Photo. <laughs> <laughs> they never reached out to me. I was like, damn, damn it. it. Oh. I wanted to say no. It's like, why would, why would I care? But right. fuck you. That's my picture. <laughs> fuck you, KUYC. <laughs> fuck you, Mark. I had some pretty good, pretty good trolling on Reddit this week. Oh yeah. <laughs> Can I read you guys like yes. a one page long conversation between me and another guy? As long sure. as it's good. So I rickrolled him. <laughs> I've been rickrolling everybody, and Reddit does not like that. My karma score is dropping. It's a car it's a point based system. Right. You have to have like certain karma to even join communities. So I said there I'm in a cord cutting group, right? Because I like learning about like streaming services and stuff and this one guy's like i just got a fire tv uh what what are some of your favorite apps to use and i go well i just got an early access link to quibi you should check it out here's my link and you click it <laughs> never gonna give you up never gonna okay <laughs> <laughs> and he writes back it was a very basic post you had nothing to add but you just had to say something what a fucking asswipe you are. Oh, Jesus. And I go, holy smokes, take it down a notch. It's funny. Don't be so affected. I would giggle if it happened to me. When's the last time someone got rickrolled? <laughs> right. And he goes, holy smokes, I just called you an asswipe. Asswiped and giggled when I did it. Nah, just kidding. Only bitches like you giggle. <laughs> and I said, oh. And I wrote back, well, you, sir, are a grade A grumps. <laughs> and he wrote back, you win, post deleted, dickhead. And he deleted the post. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. Wow. And then, like, someone was asking about, like, what song does Chris Hockey sing at the end of, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I go, here's the link. And they click it, and it's never going to kill you. <laughs> They're like, fuck you. Fuck Jesus. you. Fuck you. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> and, okay. This is also, this happened on Reddit. This is just an observation in one of the beer groups. Uh, an article was posted that said Molson Coors to buy Atwater Brewing. Saw that. Yep. Yep. They're out of Detroit. Yep. Uh, first Detroit's comment, largest craft brewer. Right. Well, check this out. It's p- 
pretty quick back and forth. I didn't say anything. This is all other people talking. Good. Just stay the hell away from Bells, you acquisition-thirsty bastards. Response to that? Well, they had a good Oktoberfest two years ago, but I didn't see it last year. And then somebody wrote, Who? And he got some responses. Fourth largest brewery in Michigan. They make terrible beer. Talking about Bells? No. um, Or Atwater. Atwater. Okay. And then this person goes, well, they have one or two good ones. And another person goes, Shatwater makes bad beer? (laughs) Apparently that's what it's known as. And one guy guy goes, I like the vanilla Java Porter back in the day, but there's better options now. And then the crown comment. Hmm. Sounds like a great investment. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, every the locals hate it. Right. <laughs> it's but like I, if I got if Surly got acquired, we'd be like, damn it, we lost another one, like a good one. But we wouldn't be like, you know, nah, fuck Surly, nothing's good. Well, of course they're good, you know. This sounds like the opposite. <laughs> yeah, this sounds like if. Uh, Sir- Let's let's just not even let's just go to every state and every state has that brewery that's maybe not the most well known but it's known by name and they're that beer company you know they're the Shatwater it's what gets state. put on the list I think there's one in every state isn't there yeah it's what gets put on the list every year of you know the best beers from all fifty states, it's like well no, you just picked the biggest craft brewery from right, our state. Right, the most well named ones because you, you know. weren't you've never actually been here or had any of their stuff. Right, or they pick a well known brewery but don't pick their best beer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know they did that on that list we were talking about <clears throat> via group yep. chat with they picked Toppling Goliath out of Iowa, but then they didn't pick Pseudo Sue or any yeah. of their <laughs> IPAs that they are tremendous at. You could tell that the person that did that list is very more focused on stouts, porters, and like dark beers. Yeah, uh, Bell's Two Hearted Ale is just the most well-known Bell's product. Right, right, right. That's why they put it on there. Yep. Yeah. That that brewery that makes uh... ah shit. Anyways. Uh, I need that button that says marijuana affects the memory. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Damn it. Bud Light. Shinerbach. Oh. The the brewery that makes that. Yeah. Shiner. Yeah. Yeah. They make like really, really, really great beer down there and they have like a huge selection. Right. And we don't ever get to see it. No, but Bach and is sometimes on just top are like, top. oh Shinerbach. It's yeah, like, no, there's so much more to that brewery. Right. Um, I've seen conversations like on Reddit about like, is it still even considered craft because it's so big now, Shiner is? Mm-hmm. Well, it is. Yeah, I guess. But like nobody can actually sit down and give you a s- exact definition of what craft beer is anymore. Because if the Boston Brewing Company is big enough to buy Dogfish Head, that's mm-hmm. just big beer that isn't owned by Coors or uh, InBev. They're still a big True. beer company. True. They're huge. I think I think the term craft beer is it's whatever you want it to be. Right. I think it's it's relative to what you think. I mean, I don't consider Sam Adams a craft beer. They have Super Bowl ads. Right. They have in the past, yeah. 
for a long time I didn't consider shell as a craft beer. I've changed my mind on that a little bit. Yeah. As I've learned more about the industry and how things work and stuff, now I Okay, yeah, they've been around for 160 years, but they but still do things. Isn't there a perception out there of craft beer is small independent breweries? Yes. I think so. You know, and then and then when you see them get bigger, to me anyways, when they get bigger and you know, and they're they're just spread out all over the place. I look at that and like, eh, I'm not too interested anymore. I mean, you could argue in a sense that like Sierra Nevada isn't a craft brewery, uh-huh. right? But that's what I was just about to say, Adam. Though, but when aren't sure if it gets everywhere, you're not interested anymore. But locally, when we got the shoots like last year for the first yeah. time, we're like, finally, <laughs> we got the shoots. It's about damn time. <laughs> I still get excited about that True. because, like, they put out that great wet hop this year, mm-hmm. the mass-produced one. I actually I saw Sierra Nevada's brand calendar plan for the next year. I'm like, I'm excited. They got some cool stuff coming out. I like okay. Sierra Nevada. Them and Odell, I think, get a bad rep. I like both them breweries because they're yeah. big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think they're really cool too, though. Like, they're art focused. They Mass produce these huge beers, and they're all consistent. Yes, they're all really good. I mean, Hazy Little Thing is probably never going to go away. No, especially That's... at the price point it's at. It's like I'll grab a couple expensive beers and then just throw a Hams and a you know Hazy yeah. Little Thing on top of that, just to really fill the fridge for the week. Well, yeah. like to me though, like Sierra Nevada has at least two different facilities brewing. They have one in California oh, okay. and one in North Carolina. Yep. I mean, so, yeah, they're a craft beer, but they're almost not in the same sense that one would say that Shiner isn't anymore or Goose Island isn't anymore. Or, you know, to me, craft beer is... If, if Grandma is at home quilting... She's making a craft. True. If a blanket is being made in a factory, that's not a craft. True. So I guess to me it's more about the the footprint that the the craft association is more about the footprint that they're doing in comparison to, you know, are they just within their state? Are they just within, you know, a two-state area? You know, to me that's what more what signifies craft as opposed to a quote-unquote independently owned brewery. Okay. Make any sense? Yeah, yeah. but... That I, that was literally me just, like, thinking out loud about the topic. Yeah, yeah. In, in the business, we call it spitballing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what about, though, like, <clears throat> I still think... I think Fair State's craft, and they're in half the country now. Um, they're in some other countries, even. Like... Yeah, that's right. I don't think that they make... I'm not 100% sure, but I want to see that I read on uh, one of their job postings that they have like at their St. Paul production facility. That means they make it off-site of that little tap room. And do they? I don't know. Because, I mean, have you been to the tap room there? I have, but yeah, I don't know what's I don't think beyond the doors to the back. Okay. That's I mean, the... Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, that could be massive for all we know. Yeah, yeah. They they might make beer there, too, but I got to think that for how much can, like canning they do, I just don't, unless it's in the basement. Right, I, yeah, or, I have no idea. Or do you think someone's contract brewing for them? 
eh, I don't think so, but maybe. That, and then, like, I, I still consider Surly craft beer, and they're in most of the country, too, and just because of their, like, attitude on things and all the cool stuff, like, sure, they have a giant facility, but you know what they did with that giant facility? What anything, like, what any of us would have done, Surly Festival Field. It's like, let's get these really cool indie bands to come play here instead of, like, sponsoring a First Avenue concert. Mm-hmm. And they can seat, like, what, like five or 6,000 people there? Yeah, sure. It's it's a lot of money involved there, but they're well, doing cool things. They got the Surly Gives a Damn, you know, Surly Gives Back. Like, There's a lot of money behind that. Mm-hmm. Just saying, I think they're still... I just go off of Surly because I know the most about them versus I know more about Surly than I do Sierra Nevada, and I think that they're on the same level. It's just uh-huh. that Surly's newer. That's all. And I think it's all craft. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, like, <laughs> it's a valid conversation yeah. because nobody's ever been able to. I think there's like an official uh, barrels, and they up that. Okay. The National Brewers Association, what defines a craft brewery, and it was their output of barrels, and they like upped it a few years ago, I want to say. Well, I disagree with them. I wanted to read an article that they put out on Instagram, and I had to pay them $175 to become a member of the National Brewers Association. Ouch. Like I j- they wrote an article about how the six-pack is still king, but um, even though they're forcing 12-packs on you as of late, the six-pack is still king, but it might not be forever. And I'm like, oh, clickbait, yes. You should reach out to them and see if they, we can get a press pass. Yes. Membership to their... <laughs> Wheels are spinning. Oh. I need to create a better email address, not at Gmail. It's got to be at Pilsner Podcast. Well, there you go. <laughs> so what do you rank this uh, shift happens? I give it a four. Yeah, it's good beer. I'll go 3.9. It's not quite a four beer to me. Yeah, you guys like it more than I do. I mean, I like it, but I would I would stick more in the 3.7 range. Okay. That's still really good. It is. It <laughs> is, but it's it's not. We, we all are, we're all like, we've yeah. had so many good beers. When we go down to like a 3.5, it's like, yeah, it's just a 3.5, but uh, to our scale... A 3.5 is mm, fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and it is. I just... Uh, I think that this uh, hop combination is, I'm learning, is not my favorite. Still very good, but yeah, there's ones I prefer more. So. Right on, guys. What do you want to try next? Do you want to do the? What do you got there? The what? What do we got from Surly? End of the internet. End of the internet. It's an imperial hazy. Jeez, another Imperial. I, we don't have to do them. But I just uh, offering them up. I got the Tesere Mosaic Lager from Urban South, and I've got the, that. the Pop Tangerine Sour from Urban South. That that one. Yep. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Mosaic Hop Lager. <laughs> I'm excited. Super good. Oh, shit. We got explosions. Not mine. Drink it up, Rory. 
Do we have any paper towels down here? Shit. Maybe behind me? No. No? I was cleaning something. I don't know. How bad is it? It's not bad. Uh, don't worry about it then. Oh, that? Yeah, we should clean that up. Just grab the towel, dude. Oh, on the table. Grab the hand yeah. towel. The Lord will fill you with his gas. <laughs> so and this we're back. This is Good the- Lord, has your ass gotten so fat you need two seats? <laughs> no. <laughs> so this is the thing now. We're going to be drinking... Uh, uh, different like loggers like this. I think so. This year, maybe I could take an argument of this is going to be the year of the logger if they're doing shit like this to it. I mean, right? We t- I talked about this at when we were in Sleepy Eye. Right. Yeah. Because I'm seeing it more and more now. I like their double dry hop logger. Yep. No, it doesn't have their ABV or IBUs. Oh, that's just a quick Googs. Yeah, we can get it off of uh, Untapped. Which yeah. I want to let you know too that I was, I go to the nearby section last night, and somebody at the Microtel was drinking um, Pipeworks. Yeah, I wanted to say like, I'm gonna add him as a friend, and then ask him, uh, "Who's calling I, you? Can I have some?" He didn't answer. No, my mom got a new phone and just like won't leave me alone. Was it your mom? Yeah. You should have answered on air like we did last time. <laughs> um, but yeah, this Jason D guy. I'm like, oh, nice. <laughs> Looks like he's there for work. He's got it like, like he's got like a whole binder laid out and stuff with his beer on top. <laughs> okay. Wonder where he got the pipe works. Not from around here. No, but he drank a Shell's fire brick at Tommy's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, yum. Yeah, ugh. Uh, this is Tess Erase. Uh, five percent ABV. Now, I like the 5% ABV. Yeah. And my mom <coughs> says, don't mention me. <laughs> okay, Sorry. Tim's mom. <laughs> um, better beer. You already. like the f- ABV? Already. That's what your thought was when yes. I interrupted you? I don't like heavy beers. I mean, when, when they're hard hitters like that, fucking 8% and above, I just... Depends Even though they'll, they'll taste good and all, and it's like, ah, god damn. I want to keep on drinking this beer. What about know, a good and sour? Enjoying it. What about a good 12% sour? It's very different than one of these beers. True. Yeah. Yeah. What sours are 12%? I'm just saying, like, oh. Imperial Sours. Like, Surly has a small batch that I might go pick up in New Ulm still this weekend called Temple. It's an Imperial Kettle Sour. It's like 10%. Okay. I might grab that this weekend. I don't know. I've been looking at it for about a year now. <laughs> okay. They even moved it out of the fridge and onto the rack. Ah. <laughs> it's probably gone. 
No, <laughs> I doubt it. It's been there a while. Every time I go in, there it is. What did you guys think of the football games last weekend? I was watching three different movies. The better teams won. True. 49ers kill. I mean, that's just a fucking good team. I feel much better about the Vikings losing to them after seeing what they did to the Packers. Well, okay, the Vikings lost to them by 17 points. Yep. Packers lost to them by? 17 points. There we go. The Vi- or the Packers are the worst 13-3 and team of all time. Oh, for sure. Uh, they're points for and their points against they had more they scored fewer points and had more points scored against them than the vikings did and the vikings finished 10 and 6 really yeah i really think them two teams were much more evenly matched than their final records indicate the vikings and the packers yes i would even say that the vikings were the better team then why couldn't we win against them? Um, I think it's offensive line. I think it's our former offensive coordinators, play calling. Okay. But, you know, a lot of people are like, they're, they were really high on him in his play calling. <clears throat> I don't know. I saw. And, I, and, and the play calling was correct. For the situation, what I've been hearing and reading, it, it was the the execu- execution, God, words are hard tonight, uh, of the play that it didn't turn out the way it should have. You know, because you Some look at that, but you look at, and then also they were, <clears throat> I, I was listening to uh, our offensive line What'd they have to say? Yeah, ours needs a little work, but you compare it to San Francisco's, <laughs> they're not much better than San ours. Francisco's got a fantastic offensive line. Of of no names. Right, but they're playing much better than ours. Yeah. I think the thing they that I so, well. when I So t- his whole point was you don't need, like, these, you know, high-dollar names. You just need the right people. To they drafted well for one. Mm-hmm. That's huge. I think when I talk about the the play calling, to me it's more like when they played Green Bay on that Monday night game, they didn't do any of the rollout, bootleg, play action stuff that had worked for them for weeks ahead of time. Because the Packers took it away. Did they? There's a defense to that that takes that away. So then when you take that away, what's our counter? So then, yes, it is play calling. What's our counter to that? Right. Lack of a, lack of being able to adjust. <sighs> yeah. I also, I still stand heavily by the theory that they went into that game with the Packers on that Monday night and looked at the odds and said, yeah, if we win this and Detroit loses next or wins next week, and this happens, and this happens, we might end up with a number two seed or number three seed, whatever. Or we already know we're in the playoffs. Chances are we're going to end up this five or six seed, so let's not show all of our cards to the Packers in case we have to play them again in the playoffs. Yeah, play possum. Because the (laughs) the play calling was just atrocious that game. Mm -hmm. 
they looked flat, you know, didn't look like the team they'd been for a month prior to that. How do you think Stefanski's going to do in at the Browns? I'll be surprised if he gets a second year. Really? Okay. That being I have high hopes. Well, that being said, if he does go ahead and hire George Edwards as his defensive coordinator from the Vikings, there's rumors that the Vikings assistant GM is interviewing for the general manager job. Yeah, what's his name? Patton, right? Uh, no? I don't remember offhand. George something? And then there was another coach that was like a defensive backs coach or something or linebacker, something, another positions coach that was interviewing for a job with the Browns. So they were taking like potentially taking a GM plus three coaches from us. How actually though, the rumor is right now is the defensive back coach for the 49ers is going to be the defensive coordinator for the Browns. Okay. I just heard that this Did week. You? Okay. So, but I still, if they take our the assistant GM to be their GM and yep. they take a couple coaches, yep. So you got you know the Cleveland Vikings. Yes. How Vikings would it be if they win a Super Bowl with that <laughs> regime before they ever win? That's so Vikings. Zimmer gets fired immediately. Right. <laughs> Look, hey, it happened before. Look at Tomlin. Well, it's true. We got rid of the wrong one. Should have fucking sent Childers to the Steelers. And well, that was well before. Because <laughs> um, wasn't he a coach uh, under mm, Danny? Um. <laughs> no. Childers brought, brought in Tomlin. We're never close to being in it with the Gophers. So as soon as PJ Fleck wins or leaves us, we're going to be like that first year, whatever program he's at, is going to win a national championship. Yes. <laughs> Because he'll go to a huge school if he ever leaves. So, But what I'm saying, to your guys' point of how Vikings would it be, it's like, remember this is like the first time in forever that the Gophers were good. <laughs> True. The Vikings are always good. Well, we're the ultimate, like, 9-7, and 10-6 team. Yeah. We are. How many? I mean, we're, 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 I think, aren't we the, like, one of the most, don't we have like one of the most wins in the last forty years? Could Aren't we be. like in I the don't top? Know. I don't know the stats, but three, I'm just four, saying. Five. I couldn't handle more than one year of tanking, and it takes more than one year of tanking to fix everything. Mm-hmm. And you were right; it was Childress was the head coach on, for Tomlin. Yeah, Tomlin's only our defense coordinator for one year. Yep. Yep. And he went to the Steelers, and then they won the Super Bowl. Yep. Fuckers. <laughs> Straight cheese, homie. But you're right. I I wouldn't want to. Everyone loves the rewards of tanking, but no one wants to go through the tanking. Right. Yeah. That's such a long time. But you got teams like Cleveland. And however, if the Gophers are good next year, go ahead and tank Vikings. I'll just focus all my energy on the Gophers. What team? What team or teams are going to tank for Trevor Lawrence? Next year? Yeah. We should we should do like a a board on that. <laughs> the dolphins, dolphins, okay. Dolphins, they never tank. They finish like middle of the road. They always draft in the middle of the draft. You know who I think is gonna tank? 
and we're all going to be pissed off about it, the Patriots. <laughs> and then they draft him. They go from Tom Brady to that guy. God, that would piss off the fucking NFL world. I don't, uh, sorry, I, I don't hate the Patriots. I became a fan of the Patriots when they handed out a four-game suspension to Tom Brady for <laughs> Deflate Gate, which I thought was the biggest piece of shit punishment ever when you got guys <laughs> that are just beating the fuck out of their kids, AP, and they don't suspend him immediately. It's the NFL. Um, all the, like, wife beaters and stuff, and he had, like, an ounce lighter football than everybody else, and he had to sit on the sidelines for I'm like, I hate you, Roger Goodell, so much that I – anytime – the Vikings are out. I root for the Patriots. It is, yeah, but did they suspend him four games because they didn't get yeah. him on a cheating thing? Well, yeah, the years before it's like and it's kind of like this whole OJ you know, holds up a freaking pawn shop and goes to jail for what twenty thirty years. Yeah, <laughs> same thing. I know what you're saying, I, but because you look at the Saints, do you think they're still getting the bad calls? The the I'll so-called the, the so-called no. karma because of their scandal because of to this day I think gate? so I don't think so I think they're just fuckers yeah <laughs> I'm with you Corey um I I don't <laughs> hate the Patriots I'm just always a fan if the Vikings are out I always want to see like I'm excited about seeing the Chiefs because I want to see yep. a team win the Super Bowl that I haven't seen win so to me it's just I'm Team Chiefs I just you know to me like okay well the Patriots in the Super Bowl again. Yeah. If I was from, no one, if no I one was, likes that. If I was from Boston, I'd be like, "Fucking right, right." <laughs> uh, yeah, but, what, yeah, but an, what annoys me is the people that have no affiliation to Boston, and all of a sudden they're, "Well, I'm a Patriots fan. Pa- Patriots are my team." <laughs> wow, Tim. <laughs> no, I'm a Vikings fan <laughs> through and through. I just said that I root for them because I'm an anti Goodell fan. <laughs> Okay. I'm a Vikings fan. If the Vikings are in it and they're playing the Patriots, yeah, I'm rooting for the Vikes. For sure. Okay. <laughs> but the people that just jump on the bandwagon, like, oh, I'm a Patriots fan. Well, were you a Patriots fan prior to 1998 when they hadn't had a winning season since 1985? <laughs> were you a Patriots fan in 85? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. When they had those red helmets, too. And, well, yeah. then they got whopped by yep. the Bears. <laughs> or was that 84? That was 85. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 obviously I wasn't there, but I've heard but, Bill Burr talk about this because he's also ranted on his podcast about being like, I hate these fucking new school Patriots fans. I was there. I was there. <laughs> like he gave a whole history of the team, and that's how I learned about it. Yeah, they really sucked ass. <laughs> in the Sounds 80s, like it. Or part of and it. In the or 90s. They yes. Were, yeah. Yes. But you know, here's here's the thing though that that bugs me about the Patriots is it's it's the game. It's the okay. We all have high hopes for our teams, and any team can win. But when you have a team that's this dominant for fuck what twenty years was it? Basically, that takes away from the game. It nah. takes away from no. My it's, team can do it, and they. Yeah, but you got a. They had the perfect storm there, where they had a great coach, yes, and a good quarterback. Yep, it's the same thing. Like I in think NASCAR, if, you can't hate Jimmy Johnson just because he wins, and people but took do. down the fan base. Yeah, it, when, but, when you have someone winning okay, all the NASCAR time, NASCAR fans aren't quite as sophisticated as NFL fans. When <laughs> when you have someone winning all the time, then people stop watching because they know who's gonna fucking win. Yeah, it's 
Okay. So why am I going to watch if I know the Patriots are going to win all the time? The people that are Jimmy Johnson's not fans that are suspense. the same ones that are Patriots fans. It's your, they're fans of the winner. Yeah, clean cut winners. Um, I think, though, if you would have taken Bill Belichick and given him... The Browns Let's and say he got Jimmy fired. Garoppolo. Let's say Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> a couple years ago. Yeah. Yep. They did fine. I think did he won great. three games. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Did great. They won games with. A broomstick with a helmet on it. Yeah. Uh, who was the other one that was? <laughs> Saying you could literally throw anything oh. out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, who was so the year that Brady tore his ACL in like week two? Who was it then that went and then signed a big deal with the Chiefs the following season? Castle, Matt Castle, yeah, yep, yep. You know, so I think there you have a coach. Now, if Tom Brady had, but played is that is that the head coach? Not really. That's the quarterbacks coach in the in the offense. Oh man, uh, it's been a revolving door there of coordinators and position coaches leaving for other gigs around the NFL, and they fail. True. At them other and then gigs, they, and, and then, then they come back. And then they have any of you guys seen the Belichick Saban thing on HBO? No. They hang out for. No, I haven't. You haven't. I have not. It's an hour long. Anyways, they hang out every year apparently in the off season for a couple of days. They just get together and hang out, and they're doing um this thing where it's uh, pro day for Alabama. And all the players are on there. They're doing local TV, and you hear the audio from the local TV point of view. They're like, wow, look at this. Two great coaches. I would give anything to hear what they're saying right now. And HBO has them mic'd up, and it cuts to what they're saying. And Bill Belichick goes, so, like, which one is the best player? (laughs) (laughs) What? He says that to Nick Saban. He's like, oh, I'm 33. (laughs) He tells him right away. (laughs) Like that's brilliant. You need to ask those questions. True, because true. Cause Saban, Which is the best player on your team? Right. That's on our draft. He goes. Board. I get players drafted all the time, and I'm like, you didn't even give me a phone call. Like I could have told you he's not going to work on your team. Right. Half these coaches don't like. They don't give a shit. They don't call me. It's like call me. I right. I can tell you all about these players. That's why they're saying the dynamic between like, uh, Saban and uh, Belichick is so good. I'm like, well, maybe. We should get Zimmer to be like best friends with the LSU coach. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think if you would have taken Tom Brady, and, and don't get me wrong, Tom Brady is a great quarterback. Yes. But if you would have taken Tom Brady and put him on the Colts and you put Peyton Manning in New England, would Peyton Manning be the quarterback with six, seven rings? I don't know. You know, is it more than likely? You know, or if you would have put, uh, you know, average Joe quarterback, Kirk Cousins, Brad Johnson, <laughs> Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford, whoever. Well, I think I think Belichick's a good enough quarterback that Matt Stafford probably would have won six, seven rings there too. So you're saying I'm not in my head. <laughs> yes, sorry, listeners. <laughs> You're just saying that it's the system and the coach. It's not really the quarterback. It's not the talent of the quarterback. Hence the broomstick well, well, comment. I think no, I think <laughs> I think I think what I'm saying Kay. is But Brady has talent though. Not right. any, I mean he's 
40. He's on the downswing for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think I think what I'm what I'm trying to say is that in my mind you've got this this elite caliber tier of quarterbacks. Yes. That would be yeah, you do. But and it appears to be Tom Brady but I think that in reality Tom Brady is more of a Matt Stafford, Philip Rivers, Drew Brees level quarterback when he's actually put in a tier above those guys. Drew Brees is in the same category as Tom Brady. He's elite. Yes. Sorry. I don't know. I think I think I, I I think that people put Tom Brady in a class by himself above all them other quarterbacks though because of all the Super Bowl wins. Oh, for sure. And yes. I, and I think that what I'm saying is if you, you could have taken any of them other quarterbacks in that top tier and put them with Bill Belichick, and they probably would have won seven Super Bowls. You could so, take... So more than Brady? I'm six, whatever it is. No, I'm just saying. Right. Do you think, like... I think Tom Manning. Brady, you think Manning... Do you think Manning, I mean, just theoretically, do you think Manning would have won, like, fucking 10 Super Bowls? Because Manning is a fucking great quarterback. Eli sucks. Yeah. I'm, he retired. The other one. He did, yeah. <laughs> the other one. I think, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think Peyton Manning is a better quarterback than Tom Brady. <clears throat> For okay. a split second, okay. when you said Peyton Manning and the Colts, I'm like, that's right, because I pictured him as a Bronco. He was a Bronco. Yes, a he was. Yeah. But, yeah, and, and I guess that's what I'm <laughs> saying is that, Belichick and Brady fit so well together, and they had the perfect combination that made them both better. Mm-hmm. Whereas you could have split them up, and you know you could take Tom Brady and put him with the Saints, and he'd win one, maybe two Super Bowls, much like Drew Brees. Okay, you know, send him to Indianapolis, he'd win one, maybe two Super Bowls, just like Peyton Manning. Okay, but you could take any of them other super, any of them other quarterbacks, put them in New England. And they're going to win just as many, if not more, quarterbacks than Drew, than uh, Tom Brady did. That's my opinion. Okay, so Tom Brady, free agent this year. Mm-hmm. What if in a heartbeat? The, <laughs> what if the Vikings had a chance, and he's like, "Yeah, I want to go to the Vikings. This is one of my teams that I want to go to." Do you want to hear Mike Zimmer's Would, reaction to? Him finding out that the Wolves don't want Tom Brady, but Tom Brady's interested in the Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> in a heartbeat. So you're saying as things sit right now, would you cut Kirk Cousins and sign Tom Brady? It's a one and done season. Well, you get one chance, you gotta build a team around him quickly. It's, it's like a uh, Brett Favre contract, two years. Yeah, really one year. signed Tom Brady, yeah. you know, and really it's just a one-year thing, yes. Mm-hmm. No. You wouldn't do it? Last offseason, yes. The okay. offseason before, yes. This offseason, no, because I think we're about to see the Vikings start trending downwards. We have no salary cap space. Right. Our defense is getting older. Yep. I, I think we're going to start seeing this team – Go backwards for a couple of years. I think. Mm-hmm. I think the window's closed. So I, I, I wouldn't do that. Ride it out with Kirk Cousins for one more year. We might have a little bit of fun and have a ten-win season again. But 
What do you think our record is going to be next year? Eight wins, it, yeah. eight to ten wins. I think they're going to. I think it'll be a lot like this year. Seven and nine. <laughs> no. 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 I'm kind of there. I think they're going to. I think we're like around. a six or seven win team yeah, next year. I think year. they'll dwindle around that 500 mark. They might have six wins. They might have ten wins. But it's going to be. They're just going to be mediocre. They're not going to be good enough to, to get a first round by and give us high hopes into the playoffs. And they're not going to do bad enough that we're going to be excited about a low or a high draft pick. Yeah, those typical Vikings. Yeah. Just like I think our hockey team does that too, from what I hear. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, shit, tank for Trevor. Yeah. Do it. Win no games next year. <laughs> oh, man, if it gets to the point where we go like 0-7, then I'll start being like, fuck the Vikings for a year. <laughs> I want to see you lose every game. If you're going to lose, be the worst ever. God, if we're zero and seven, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna finally have an awesome quarterback next year." I used to root for the Twins when they would lose right? all the time. Those ninety plus games, I'd be like, "Lose a hundred, do it, do it, lose a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see what happens with the Vikings. It's it's gonna be curious to see. Does Kirk get an extension, or do you let him go into this upcoming year? I let him play it out, uh, and then. Do you assign Delvin to an extension? No. Yes. So you let him walk next year, too? What do you get for him, though? Dude, look at the 49ers. That that dude was kicked off fucking, like, seven, eight teams. You don't need a freaking awesome high-dollar but you fucking need, running back nowadays we in are our, trending in our back. system. We are trending back, toward, and the, the league is trending back to running backs. <clears throat> it was a pass-heavy league for quite a while the running backs were dying we're all saying why are we paying adrian peterson this much money but my my whole thing is in the right system because like the 49ers system in our our offensive system is very similar so and they just showed us that you don't need a high dollar uh running back here's that's why i'm like i know fucking cook is great but it's like we're dealing with this fucking huge cap deal with our team right now. Well, and here's where Fuck. I'm going to say where this team is messed up. This team has spent money to be a passing team. We spent $85 million on a quarterback. <laughs> We've given big contracts to guys like Thielen mm-hmm. and Diggs. Not to say they don't deserve them contracts. They very well do. Uh, we've given money to to, Kirk Cous- or to Kyle Rudolph. We drafted Irv Smith. We've built this team to be a passing team. Yes. But then we run a run-first, run-heavy scheme. Yep. Doesn't make any sense. A lot of wasted money. Right. When you look at it money-wise. Right. So if you want to be a run-first, run-heavy scheme like the Vikings run and do on occasion run well, you should be putting less money into your receivers Yes. And more money into your line. More yes. focus on your line. Yep. yep. I, mean, I got no problem paying $85 million for a quarterback because you still have to throw the ball. Yeah. And that's yep. the market for him now. And, um, and, and Kirk is a pocket passer. And everyone's like, oh, we need a, a quarterback that needs to run. I'll agree. No, you don't. I'll agree with that 100%. You agree with that? I agree with that 100%. I don't. I've said I've – said, Pocket, since, pocket since passers the Case Keenum will era, always be around. 
Case Keenum, Kirk Cousins is hands down a better quarterback than Case Keenum. Mm-hmm. Case Keenum is a better fit for the offense the Vikings want to run than Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Because Case Keenum is mobile and he thinks on his feet. He's got a little bit more of that gunslinger mentality. That gunslinger mentality carried him further than his talent. For sure. And th- and that's just imagine that attitude in Kirk. Oh, for sure. Kirk would fucking light it up. For sure. And that's and but that's and, what I'm saying. But that's think, in that's in that's not a physical thing. That's a mental thing. But that's why I and think that's why that, Kirk is always going to be this way. I think that's why, in my opinion, Case is a better, uh, not even using Case, better. a quarterback like Case, is a better fit for our offense than, uh, yes, especially when, when you got a shitty offensive line and you got a, and you have on your feet. You have fucking awesome receivers, right? Fucking Case just launched it up there, and our receivers went to the ball and caught it. Mm-hmm. Kirk is like, well, he's not quite open, so I'm not going to throw it to him. If Kirk would just throw it to him, they'll go up for the ball. They'll get the goddamn ball because right. they're fucking awesome. Agreed. Yeah, okay. So who's going to win the Super Bowl? Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> That's it's our g- pick segment. It's going to be close. But Chiefs will come out on top. You guys excited for I, the XFL to start then the following week? Yes. No. Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. No. Can you read me the rules again? No. Riveting. I'm going to get an XFL fantasy league going, so if anybody wants to. I'm in for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Find me on social media and let me know if you want in, and I'll set it up. If I have to, I'll do it old school way where like I'm oh. manually doing it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like spreadsheets? If we can't find a platform that'll support it. Oh, there'll be something out there. I would think that there's got to be some platform that'll have there will If They might even have there an official be. one. Because we've got to draft pretty soon. XFL Fantasy Football Player Rankings Yahoo. <laughs> Yahoo d- is on it? Yes. All right. We're good. I already have the Yahoo account. Let's go. Let's go, baby. All right, yep, I'll get it set up, and we'll uh, have it ready to go. That's exciting. Did you hear about Chad Johnson was going to try out to be a kicker and then didn't show up for the tryout? <laughs> no way. <laughs> didn't show up? No way. Didn't show up. Imagine that. Oh, um. so actually this is a public league. And it's for regular NFL football, and they named it the XFL. Well, that's lame. They showed up on Google. <laughs> We're going to have oh. to dig a little deeper than that. Damn it. Uh, did you guys see the news story this week about uh, every state's most hated state? Or every state's least favorite state? What? It's true. And here with last week's top headlines is the Pilsner Podcast, Corey Jensen. I didn't know if you were running the long one or the short one this week. I'm going to surprise you. So uh, let's start easy. You guys, Have you guys seen this article? Did you hear this? Did you read this? I have mm. heard about it. You did. Fan duels doing XFL. Uh, what do you think uh, North Dakota's most hated state is? South Dakota. South Dakota. Pretty obvious, right? Uh, what do you think Iowa's most hated state is? Missouri. Uh, Illinois. Nebraska. 
Fuck Nebraska. I'm with them. Yeah, Nebraska. What do you think Wisconsin's most hated state is? <laughs> Duh, us. Michigan. Illinois. Really? All right. I thought it'd be us. Nobody hates Minnesota. The really? Most. Nope. We are. Minnesota is not anybody's most hated state. Although oh, we're it just likable. It wasn't oh. a contest about accents from your <laughs> aunt Barb. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants tacos? <laughs> You making fun of my accent again? No. Oh, Jesus Christ. I saw that my kid on our... Talking about Barb. My kid on our uh, <laughs> Ask Us Anything on... Instagram? Instagram asked, why does Totes have such a bad Minnesota accent? I refuse to ask that on the air. You little son of a bitch. <laughs> I didn't ask it. Uh, anyway, who do you think Minnesota's most hated state is? Wisconsin. Although me, it's Iowa. I'm going to say Iowa. It's Wisconsin. It is. The drunken scounties. I can't hate Wisconsin. I'm so happy to be done with that. They, make, they, they just. You didn't like this one. Uh, Wisconsin. There's too much good stuff in Wisconsin. Name one. Uh, New Glarus, Untitled Art, um, The Brewing okay, Project. Just, you still just name. Okay, you name two out of three. <laughs> You're naming breweries. You can name breweries in any state. It's something good in Wisconsin. Ken Kratz is there. That's pretty dope. <laughs> uh, oh, they got a town named Sheboygan. <laughs> Sheboygan. <laughs> I love that town name. Sheboygan. They got Lake Michigan. That's that's fucking nice. Okay, fine. You win. Um, you win, Adam. I, I still hate I Wisconsin more than Iowa. Okay. I don't like any of them, but I I, I hate Iowa because I got two fucking goddamn tickets within ten minutes driving through. Iowa it, so. sucks. You got two tickets to paradise? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, Adam. You win. You always do. <laughs> I got to get that as a button. It's a YouTube yes. video. <laughs> <laughs> you win. You always do. <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys. I'm going to read you guys a news story. You tell me what state you think it's from. Okay. Uh, a couple was arrested for selling tickets to heaven. A couple in what blank state? How is that any different than tickets to heaven? Psychics. Tito and Amanda Watts were arrested a few days ago for selling golden tickets to heaven to hundreds of people. They sold the tickets on the street for ninety nine ninety nine per ticket. Sold by told buyers the tickets were made from solid gold, and each ticket reserved a buyer a spot in heaven. Simply present the ticket at the pearly gates, and you are in. Tito Watts said in his police statement, I don't care what the police say. The tickets are solid gold. And it was Jesus who gave them to me right behind the KFC and told me to sell them so I could get some money to go to outer space. Florida. I met an alien named Steve (laughs) who said if I got the cash together, he would take me and my wife on his flying saucer to planets made entirely out of drugs. You should arrest Jesus because he is the one that gave me the golden tickets. I know this. I'm willing to wear a wire and set Jesus up. In a police statement, Amanda Watts said, (laughs) We just wanted to leave Earth and go to space and do drugs. I already guessed. (laughs) I did not do anything. Tito sold the golden tickets to heaven. I just watched. How much do you think they made and what state do you think it's from? They made a million dollars and it's from Arkansas. 
Wrong and wrong. Ah, Florida. And this is false. Check out Snopes.com. This was originally published in 2015. <laughs> so this is not a real news story? You got story? baited. Damn it. It's even like a picture out of a newspaper. Yeah. Damn it. Snopes says false. Hmm. Is that Snopes or Snoops? Too Snopes. good to be true, I guess. Damn it. Okay, so how much did they make and where are they from? Well, supposedly $10,000 in Florida. It was Florida. another fabricated clickbait tale from a fake news site. Damn you fake news sites. Did you know that... It was uh, on stupid.com. S-T-U-P-P-I-D. What's the original source? <laughs> what was the original source? Stupid.com. S-T-U-P-P-I-D. Oh. Stupid. Hey, hey Corey. <laughs> That was a newspaper clip? It showed up in my Twitter feed, yeah. Was that in the Springfield Advance Press? (laughs) Sanborn Sentinel. And so this was in my... Filler. That was in my bookmark tweets. Also in my bookmark tweets. Uh, This is one that I tweeted originally back on October 2nd of 2013. Okay. Back in the 507, not much has changed. I wouldn't expect it, though. I was only gone 10 days. Springfield's number one DILF replied. Who's that? Sounds cool. <laughs> DJ Bad Boy Tim. That guy fucks. <laughs> That's the best Twitter handle. <laughs> BS. New Ulm Telecom finally recognized FXX on their guide. And the tax act has moved to Springfield. <laughs> Crazy times. <laughs> tax shack has since moved on. <laughs> I, asked, I asked Tim if his cable was in color. And he said, regarding the, the Stone Age cable and web speeds, I told Dan and Sandy to just stop it. They're ruining the holidays. <laughs> R.I.P. Fox Soccer. <laughs> well, FXX took over. Um, I remember that. It was on. Fu- <laughs> so I called New Telecom. I go, do we have FXX or not? Because Sonny's going to be premiering soon. And the league was on then, too. Yeah. And they're like, it's on Fox um, Soccer. And Fox Soccer used to be a thing. I'm like, oh, okay, Okay. got it. Interesting. They finally picked it up. R.I.P. Fox Soccer. (laughs) (laughs) Can't believe it didn't work. Hey, did you guys see Kyle Larson won the Chili Bowl on on, uh, Saturday night? Yep. So I tweeted out a picture of him I took of him getting interviewed on my TV. Yeah, man. He had like the brightest red eye. And I go, holy fuck, Kyle Larson be busting busting blood vessels out here after winning the chili bowl wake up the next morning liked kyle larson i'm like oh (laughs) i wish i went to said that (laughs) i'm missing what is the what is the who's kyle larson what's the chili bowl okay kyle larson is he's um he's like my age or a year younger he's in nascar now he was a dirt track racer okay the chili bowl is the is a midget car race and actually a midget car or okay a midget car is basically Let's a sprint car. It a little person car. It's it's a sprint car. There's a little person in there too. It's, it's, why it's, it's so funny. It's a sprint car <laughs> without wings. Okay, is a is midget car much smaller than that though? But basically the the it, frame. It, I'm trying to explain like people yeah. that can't see or yeah, just see a sprint car. Take the wings off. That's what a midget car looks like. Okay, only a little smaller. Okay, 
<clears throat> Fair enough. Oh, okay. And it's inside. Yes, it's um, it's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, Tulsa, yeah, Oklahoma. Last time I checked, it's in this massive, massive building, and they house a quarter mile dirt track. They haul the dirt in every year. It's in some big expo center, okay. mm-hmm. and they have like over a thousand cars in the pits. They house fifteen thousand people in the grandstands, mm-hmm. and it's because there's no like major racing happening right now. You got guys from World of Outlaws, NASCAR, um, IndyCar. They're all Go racing. Do this. Yeah, yep. against each other to be like, this is just a haha. We're gonna win two thousand dollars, but who's really the best? Right. Yeah. Gotcha. It's that sounds cool. So fun, and then like. I had to go. I had to buy Mav TV for the day, just for this race. I forgot. To, I need to cancel that too before I get billed again. Um, but they ran the Chili Bowl starting at from 2015 on, starting at like 8 a.m. So I just I had it on every TV throughout oh, nice. the day. It was just on all day. I watched uh, the Conor McGregor fight on Saturday night. I watched 40 it on seconds. Twitter yeah, 40 after seconds. it happened. <laughs> Forty Same. seconds. Good lord! I, what a machine! Did you I, pay for that? I didn't think so. Yeah. I saw I it on did. Twitter. I saw someone film their TV on Twitter. That's how I saw it. I might have live streamed it illegally. Um I no, I would never do such a thing. Okay. Allegedly. Anyways. Allegedly. But it was <laughs> uh I mean it was good. I haven't seen a cowboy get beat that bad since Brookback Mountain. Oh! <laughs> Yo, unbelievable. Eat a buffet of dicks. <laughs> I stole that. I had to steal it. The so, gay rodeo. Just a rodeo. Did you guys? What did you guys think of this? What did you guys think of this beer? I, I didn't. Care I'll give for you it. a read on it quick. Yes, do that. I'll have to get it off on tap. I had it up before, and no, oh, shut up! Don't you dare. Uh, this hoppy lager is brewed with pilsner and pale wheat malt, giving off notes of freshly toasted bread and sweet toffee. Hopped in the kettle and dry hop with mosaic hops, lots of blueberry mango with a dry topical aroma. This is a 5% ABV. Tim does not like it. I wasn't a big fan of this one. 1.75 from Tim. Yeah. And it was not purchased at Clay's Drive-In Liquor. I tried. Wow. I took that off already. It should have been. It's not refreshing on yours. It was instinct. I super like this. Um, I'm gonna give this a three point eight. Yeah, I'm. I'm in your area, Corey. Um, yeah. Let's do a. Three point nine. Got it. I think that's the highest I can get on these lagers. Yeah. I mean, they're good, but there's just not a four beer because it's a lager. I think no. What is I, that? Is that it? Well, I don't know. no. You can Citra Blanc was. What I like about them is that they're smooth and easy drinking. Yes, like a regular lager, you can drink a bunch of them. Yeah, but they put just enough hops in there to give it. Kind of that IPA right. bitterness that right. that we all like. 
I kind of think the, it's going to be a trend that comes and goes pretty quickly, and we're going to go back to IPAs. Yes. They're going to just they're going to renew your interest in your boring, you know, hazy IPAs are boring right now. Regular IPAs are boring. Let's do the lager thing. Oh, welcome back, IPAs. And haven't we all done that personally? You drink all those other types of beer, and then you go back to the IPAs that you like, and you're like, oh, yeah. That's the stuff. Well, just like me and you uh-huh. at um, uh, the Christmas show at uh, Clay's, we were drinking a Furious for the first time yeah. in forever, and we're like, God yeah. damn, is yeah. this good. Yeah. It's been it's a good. W- it's been a minute since I've had a Furious. And it's I, good to be back. Yeah. You know? I've since, like, when he said he bought, like, <laughs> fucking four cases of it or whatever it was, <laughs> and, like, and it's dated October, like, I bought it for a few months after that. <laughs> like, it was good. Yeah. Can't remember the last time I bought Furious for at home. It's got a new can on it now. Yeah. Was yeah, the I last s- time you bought a straight up IPA, Corey? Um, I got a couple of them in my fridge right now. Oh, okay. You got yeah. Okay. How many beers did you have in your fridge? <laughs> according to that text, go ahead, give the context. Well, yes. Okay. So my wife said that I had to create some space in the beer fridge, reorganize the beer fridge. Because I had too much beer in the kitchen fridge. I had overflowed. It spilled over into the kitchen fridge. Yeah, right. And to be fair, two of the four packs in the kitchen fridge were the spirit falls that I had brought for you guys last week or the week before. Okay. Drink the shit out of those. Thank you. Sam, Um, gone. Spirit falls, done. Two for Megan, two for me. I've got one left in my fridge. Okay. And one from last year yet. Jesus. That one I'm just saving just to say I have it. Save this last one and save one for each year. For each year. <laughs> yeah, you're missing the first year. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Uh, so I started organizing and uh, I found a couple beers that I had to dump. They were IPAs from 2018. Oh. <laughs> But not a lot. I mean, in the big scheme of things. Uh, yeah, but that's a really, really old IPA. One was an entire six-pack that <sighs> was still in the cardboard, had never been opened, and had anything pulled out of it. What was it? Yeah, what was it? Uh, it was one that I actually bought for the show, and then we never got around to because it, it was in that span when we had like just so much. We all had, and it was that, it was a Hazy from Shiner, speaking of. Oh, okay. So I had to dump that. Um, had just and then I had some a couple stragglers of like singles from random beers. Okay, and so I didn't count them when I told you guys. Oh my god! So you actually had more. So I actually had more. <laughs> so I probably had closer to sixty. <laughs> the final count on the beers that I kept was fifty-three. Wow! But that includes four that were bomber bottles. That are being aged. Okay. That counts, though. Yes. Yeah, right, right. Uh, and then, well, I told you guys, no one really responded to my tragic story about my bomber from, Andy's bomber from Stack oh. Deck. <laughs> what happened? I didn't respond because I'm like, idiot. What happened? I, I must have been drunk when so, I was in the car. So Thursday, I had to go up to the cities, and I was literally 10 minutes from Andy's house. So if I had time, I was going to meet up with him. And hand off his goodie bag from Stack Deck yep. to him. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you off air, there was some chaos with my Thursday afternoon that I ended up not being able to meet up with Andy. Came home. And then on Monday, 
I went somewhere in my truck, and I'm like, <laughs> something stinks in here. It smells sour in here. <laughs> no. And it was that bomber had frozen, exploded in my back seat. Oh, Thankfully, on the floor, fuck. on oh, the on, on the, the okay. on the you know, I have the weather guard floor mats in the back, so it didn't okay. like. Jesus. Soak yes. it. it was on the rubber, you know, on the floor mat, so it I just had to clean it up, but it was be still like getting pulled over a year later yeah, and be right. like, uh, let's do breath. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Andy my stack deck and I just okay. want to get one because I feel bad about it. But I've got that. I've got the uh lizard. So did like the shirt get blown up too or get sticky too? I'll or? wash that for him. Oh. <laughs> I already washed the Yeah. The Wash it a couple times so it shrinks for him. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why who you were ordering for when you were ordering the shirts. I don't know. They ask us what size we need, and I go, you point to me, and I'm like, I'm an XL, and you're like, three XLs and a large, and then you take the large, and I'm like, okay. I'm pretty sure Andy once told me when I I was making Pilsner podcast shirts that he's a medium. (laughs) I know. I just totally like (laughs) made it easy. Maybe there's something I don't know. Whatever. You don't argue, especially when they're saying when Stack Deck says you guys need T-shirts. Okay. Right. (laughs) You don't complain. I think that's what got me all excited. Like. (laughs) 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 So I do have that that Surly Darkness 2016 that. Get that out of your truck. That's not in the truck. That's that's. I know. You're aging that, and you're aging that. That's waiting okay. for for a certain uh, guest that we are going to have back. Uh, I also one I completely forgot I had, for also from 2016, is the it's from Founders. It's Lizard of Kaz. Okay. It's a stout that was made, uh, one time only, for. The the brewer made it in honor of his sister's birthday. Okay. And lame. <laughs> and it's a it's a stout with with blueberries, I believe. Okay. If I remember correctly. So yeah, so that's I've got those. And then there was uh here it is, the Lizard of Kaz. Uh the brewer wanted to make the birthday of his little sister a special one. So we did what we did best and brewed a stout with the use of our favorite ingredients. Uh, Michigan blueberries, rich chocolate and vanilla, aged in bourbon barrels to round out the flavors. Uh, average rating on untapped is a 3.8. So one night we'll have to do a, a, a stout bomber night and yeah. knock them out. Because we got stouts in Tim's fridge, too. You got crawlers of stouts in my fridge, too. Oh, okay. Not you, but he does. And then, yeah, then I had a quite... Make it a- Drunken stout night. Ugh. I'll have Ugh. to have the wife come get me then. <laughs> no shit. Uh, but then I had a, a pretty fair selection of oh, 50, 50 more beers of various. I mean, I think I had probably 10 or 12 different director beers. Okay. Uh, Seriously. Wow. So lucky. I've never even been able to buy Drecker in a store. I've seen it in a store once, but they wouldn't let us buy it because it was like behind the shelf and like or behind the counter and they're like oh someone already claimed that they oh. called in for it yeah, yeah you were you. with me well, yeah. like, fuck well can we say that it was us and they're like well he actually like has a blog and he reviews things and i go we, we have, have a podcast, podcast. <laughs> they didn't care and they looked down at us like it's not <laughs> it wasn't at drecker it was at a liquor store oh. they're like and how they're does like, that benefit us <laughs> they were like everyone has a podcast <laughs> <laughs> it's true but ours is about beer what uh, what liquor store was that at? MGM Egan. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. 
I think. You got to go to top 10 or total line. The only reason we and went then there. when you check out, you give them my phone number for the rewards points. <laughs> okay. The only reason we went there is because we had screened uh, Instagram. We figured out this place was on the way, and yep. they had just posted about receiving Junkyard and Drecker the day before. So we're like, good enough. It's on the way. Let's go there. Because I bet if we were going to Minneapolis, we'd hit up a top 10 or something. But we were on our right. way to St. Paul. Right. So That's fair. Megan said to me um, a couple days ago, she goes, hey, I'm going to the store. What do you want? And I've learned something. When she asks me, I'm going to the store, and that means she's going to see the prices of everything, I always now ask for a six-pack of hams or a six-pack of Miller High Life. Because, A, they're cheap as hell, and... <laughs> I know that she's actually going to get me at least a 12-pack, probably a case, right? And I don't want her to see the cost of, like, what an actual six-pack of IPA costs and all that stuff because I buy those and I bring them home, and then she gets up my ass about how expensive (laughs) beer is, my beer is. So (laughs) I ask her for a six-pack of hams, and she comes back, and she goes, I got you a 12-pack. I was going to get you a case, but they were out of cases of hams. I go, okay. She goes, who the fuck else is drinking hams in Springfield? <laughs> like everyone else. Yeah. And I go, my mom goes, what's hams? And she goes, it's a beer. It's a really old man beer. Oh, <laughs> my wife says the same thing whenever I, she's like, smell like an old man when you drink that. She goes, I'm like, what the fuck? She goes, it's like an old man beer, like ham's heavy. It's not even ham's light. And I'm like, ham's light is atrocious. But Ham's it, special light. <laughs> I'm like, Adam drinks it, and like, and then a lot of rough looking people also drink it because it's like yeah. 10 bucks for 30 cans. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That being said, I think my hot tub pool is or hot tub beer this year will be hams. Awesome. <laughs> you guys awesome. want to drink the surly or do you want to Tim describe the hams? Oh, that's background beers, dude. Session oh. beers. Or we can or do you want to do the the tangerine sour? Let's do tangerine. It's less ABV. Okay. We'll save that for next week. I've had it. It's good. Uh, these extra three that we'll have here are for you and or your wife since she likes sour so Why are you so generous? Oh, she really liked the rain beer she had Good. it tonight. Uh, because on this one, I accidentally grabbed two six-packs of it. I thought I, I meant to grab two of another one, and it wasn't until I got home and I was put it in my fridge. I'm like, why the fuck do I have two six-packs of this? Yeah. So, and that was one to get rid of easily. Well, and, and Chrissy didn't care for it. I mean, she's totally done with the sours. Oh, she is? Yeah. No, we need a Funk Junction buddy. We need well, you guys no, to come no. with. She'll still go do that. Just not that she doesn't like them. They're just not her beer of choice anymore. Gotcha. Okay. Well, there's a difference in sours. Is this like a kettle sour then? Or is this, this like... Looks, this has kettle sour written all over it. Okay. It's like super clear, you know? Yep. That's oh. generally... Okay. I, I've noticed that. There's no sediment, you know. Lots of carbonation to it. This is just a... Oh, there's a tangerine taste to it. Yeah. I'm in. Mm. Damn. We're getting full of beer 
tonight, guys. Right. All we need is a massage, and you ca- can call us uh, wag- Wagyu. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Never had Wagyu beef? No. Oh, my God. Yum. So they take Sounds this. Sounds Asian. They take, uh, I think, is it Japan? Yes. Okay. It's a. This it's is a, a sour wheat ale, not a kettle sour, by the way. It's good. It's uh, Wagyu beef is, and I've had it before. It is so fucking good. But the, how they raise them is they take this cow, feed it really good, feed it beer, and they massage it. And then they put it on our plate. And it is so fucking tender. It is unreal. You think there's a porn star in the area that might? Massage this cow. (laughs) (laughs) So, did I tell you guys my Wagyu beef story from our last trip to New Orleans? No. No. How do you you also have a Wagyu beef input? You like Wagyu beef? I've never even heard of it. And you're like, let me tell you about what I think about Wagyu beef. (laughs) I know what it is. I I had cheese. Are are you a fan or not? Straight up a bowl of cheese. That's what I had for supper tonight. So dip Doritos in. When we, <laughs> ooh, Doritos dipped in sour cream is top notch. Never had it. Not against well, it. I'm gonna Sounds try good. it. Uh, so part of our trip was uh, this was the boys' Christmas trip. So we were let them pick every single place we ate the entire trip. Yep. Joe, much like his father, lots of research into the restaurants, weeks, months ahead of time, trying to figure out like. So could you say that Joe is a foodie? foodie? For sure. Okay. Uh Colton by the you know, fly by the seat of his pants. When he's hungry, that place looks good. Okay. So we were walking down uh I forget what street we were on, and he sees an Italian place in the French Quarter of New Orleans. And Colton's favorite food is uh, chicken Alfredo. Okay. So he's we we've been eating burgers and shrimp and you know all sorts of things. And when he saw the Italian, he's like, "Let's hit up this place." So we go up there, uh, super Jersey uh, host waiter work employee whatever. At first, I had the impression that he was the owner. Through conversation with him, realized he's not the owner. But he sits down and he's like, let me tell you what our specials are tonight. I've got a Wagyu ribeye topped with lobster and, and crab meat. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Sounds fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Chrissy and I decided to split it because we were, uh, we do that a lot on vacations. You can eat more. because I Family you know, style, man. I That's get best. I get done with, with lunch and I'm like, where are we going to go eat now? So we split that. We never asked the price or anything. Um, it comes out. It's a good steak, but it is not Wagyu. It's it's just not. Um, okay. It, you know, it, it wasn't a terrible ribeye, but it was just an average ribeye. Okay. Fine. Uh, so thankfully, when the bill came, I was like, hope he's not charging us Wagyu prices for this, you know, straight up, you know. Probably a prime grade ribeye, and thankfully it was nor you know fifty five bucks or whatever for oh, for a sixteen oh, okay. ounce. Ribeye. Oh, okay. Ribeye. So you know it certainly was not 
you know, the hundred and ten dollars that you would pay for a six ounce right. wagyu. But I just found it hilarious that this guy was like overselling us on this ribeye. You know, if you just said, "I got a ribeye with crab and lobster meat on it," but he had to do the, "I got a wagyu," you know. Then he proceeded to tell us what the rent was for the building, what the rent was for the building next door, how much they make a month at the restaurant. Like just this guy was just full of information, oversharing everything. Was yeah. he coked up? Uh, might have been. <laughs> might have been. Uh, I've done a, I did asked, a... asked me if I could go to the ATM to get cash because their credit card machine wasn't working. <laughs> that was a red flag. Yeah. yeah, I did a comedy show once. I was booked by a guy who was definitely coked up, and he was like, "Crowd's good. Crowd's good." Literally, one group of people at the bar. It was two people sitting. <laughs> Crowd's good. Crowd's good, man. You just want to get up there. Just do your thing, man. Like, it's a good time out there, man. Like, I'll go up there. I'll open. I'll open. Well, I'll just watch me. And then he just runs up on stage. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I go, Zach, what the fuck did you get us into? <laughs> eventually, eventually, two more people came in and they were playing darts in the back. Awesome. <laughs> I want to get Zach on to tell the story about that guy. It was a really fun night. I need to hash the details out with him again. That was like a long time ago. You're not completely clear on it anymore? I, it wasn't a drinking thing. I was driving a long ways to do this show, okay. and we. I feel like I was waiting out in the car. I'm like, you get us the money. I feel like I did that. And eventually, after like a half hour, he shows up, and he's like, here's your money. I'm like, yeah, it took you long enough. He's like, you know how hard that was? Like, I feel like I remember having that conversation, but I'm not wow. sure. <laughs> been in that role before where you got to collect the money for somebody or collect you know when i was dj and you got to collect it yourself at the end of the night yeah 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 this is the part where i get paid mm-hmm. and then they say you gotta tell them cash is fine i saw a lot of cash being exchanged at the bar tonight <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> there was, was, some- was it hard at times or uh there were times or when- just awkward thing because of the environment yeah, sometimes that. Sometimes the weddings were the worst because they're having a good time, and then you're trying to clean up, and the bride and groom are ready to take off, and you got to be like, uh, who's paying me for this? <laughs> uh, you know, I never had an instance where I didn't get paid, but, you know. Um, and then the nights in the bar where you know it wasn't a good night. You know, yeah, you were there. But you were the only one there. Yeah, and it's like you gotta, and the regulars still gotta uh, get regulars. paid for my time. You know, yeah. sorry. I've had instances where I bombed so hard because I like was interrupting a company Christmas party. It felt like they, yeah. even though they already booked me, and I was so happy to get off stage. Even though not one laugh, nobody was. They all had their backs to me. And I'm just like putting my coat on and just leaving. And they're like, wait, 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 wait. And they like shove like double the amount that they quoted to me. They're like, I am so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, well, thank you. (laughs) Like, don't ever call me. Right. (laughs) Would you ever get back into that? Uh, If I didn't have to travel more than 30 miles, like to get started. Right. For the weekly warm up shows, for the big ones, you know? Yeah. No, it's too tough. You can't you can't even find an open mic in Mankato to get weekly stage time. Yeah, if we had something around here closer, sure. Okay. We should open one in Springfield. Yeah. I don't 
think it's a comedy town. Maybe you should do stand-up <laughs> We're at retirement town. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even want to go on their PA system with our podcast. That surprised me. <laughs> Too scary, man. When you get a full crowd there, nobody wants to listen to this shit for they're like they just want to walk into the new brewery, you know? Yeah, that is true. Just check it out, see what's going on, and we just don't stop talking. Well, how long was that show? Like two and a half hours long? It was a good show. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. Good, good. I I really liked it. Uh, it was well received. Yep. I'm getting a lot of comments about it. Numbers uh, were good. Yeah. Numbers were very good on that show. People were interested. Which, by the way, nothing's official, and I probably should save this for off air, but what's our next brewery? Let's just go. We don't even need to ask them. Let's just show up and start podcasting. Because oh. now we learn this can be run off a of battery. That is true. Yeah. Let's just go and give them a heads up the week ahead of time. Just be like, hey, we're coming here Wednesday night. If you have somebody that wants to be on it, if yeah. not, that's fine. Yep. And we all just order a flight of the same four beers. If nobody wants to be on it, we yep. talk about the place. Yeah. We don't need to talk to owners and stuff like that. I think true. I would say that true. makes for better content. 100%. I mean, those are... Our but let's just say... Let's just keep on this air. tour moving. Yeah. 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 Do you guys want to go to hey, Bra Brothers or Talking Waters? On on air production meeting, those are our best received shows when we get the breweries on. Uh, I'm up for either one. Let's do it. Okay. You guys pick. Let's make a decision right now. Uh, next for m- next month. Yeah. For February. Oh, I was going to say next week. Let's go to. Oh, that too. Well, it is the 22nd already. Uh,. Let's set tentatively for. Do you guys would you rather do it on a Saturday, or do you want to do it on our typical Wednesday night? Uh, doesn't matter. Uh, well, Saturday if open. Well, I was gonna say yeah, if, Wednesday nights are usually open. If we're gonna do a Wednesday it's night, the then first we want, night, probably want to stay breweries. within sixty miles. Yeah, then we want to stick to either Medelia or or Locale or Brawl Brothers or Locale. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. If we want to go to Talking Waters, we should probably do that on like a, Saturday. a Friday night or a Saturday night. Or yeah. Saturday afternoon. Saturday, Saturday afternoon, yeah. We, you, let's do let's do Talking Waters on a Saturday afternoon and get there as they open. Because mm. yeah. then it might not be packed. Okay. Yeah. We can grab a table right away. Well, I don't want to commit to a day on that one because i got to check my weekend yep. schedule. But Yeah. All right. Let's say that's the March Alan, one. Or that's the, he- the February give, one. Give them the heads up. We're coming in February. <laughs> <laughs> a Saturday morning, basically. Like, yeah. I'm sure they open at 1 or 2. We get there at 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, do you guys want to review this beer and, I'll, and maybe talk a little top seven list? Yes. Oh, yeah. I like this Let's beer. do the beer first. Okay. I like the pop. This is the uh, pop tangerine sour from Urban South Brewing. It is a wheat sour. Uh Refreshing. <laughs> Loads of tangerine puree reminiscent of a fresh mimosa. We wanted to bring you a refreshing sour ale, and this is it. Loads of sweet tangerine, soft acidity with a pop of effervescence at the end. Grab a porch, grab a pop. I like it because it used the term pop in Minnesota soda. Oh, true. This yeah. is a four for me. Yes, it is. This is perfect for me. Um, yeah, imagine drinking this on a hot summer day. Right? Oh my god! I think that's where all, all of our heads were at. And I was wondering, do you think this would hold up for a spring day? Like, you know, if we <clears throat> save oh, it for sure for the middle of 
that middle first, of March. That first like 50, 60 degree, uh, degree day. And we're just like yeah. itching to get the lawn furniture back or uh, back on the patio. Yeah. 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 Well, you take your zone. <laughs> well, and yeah. we're drinking a beer that was brewed. I drove by your place today. I, I noticed that. Two months ago. <laughs> yeah, this is it, it really. Yep. To quote Corey, this is phenomenal then. It's phenomenal. Adam, you said, do you give it a four? Or yes, you, you that's a four. It's a four beer. <clears throat> I'm going to give it a four as well. As far as sours go, it's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Okay, I hit a pheasant today. <laughs> that yeah. wasn't a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was pheasant really hoping soup, that man. we were going to have soup here for us. I, so I threw it in the dumpster, and then I decided to throw it out back just in case we could start attracting foxes again because they're <laughs> fun to look at. Um I'm driving by. I just passed your place. Yep. And there's a couple of pheasants. I see them, and it looked like turkey vultures. I don't know. There's a bunch of big birds up up in front of me, and as I'm getting closer, two pheasants they start flying away across the road, and one stays. And I'm just like, homie, no, homie, no, 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 no. <laughs> and he sticks his head up as I'm getting real close <laughs> and spreads his wing, and I'm just like, fuck, and I slam the brakes on and go into the left lane. Because there's nobody else coming, whatever. Yep. I swerve and swerved ha- right into him. No, <laughs> we have had a work truck get its whole windshield destroyed. So that's what I was trying to yes. avoid. Just the side of the truck, like right in the front, oh. just barely touched him. Put yep. like a nickel-sized dent, the cleanest hit I could have done. It's like right above the bumper. And you dented it? Just barely. Just barely. I'm like... So did you get fired today then? No. No, I haven't told my boss yet. Um, Yeah, of course I'm slamming the brakes on. Like, I gotta pick this thing up. (laughs) Brought it back to work and I asked my cousin who works there. He's a big hunter. I'm like, you want this? Jesus, what? How did you... No, I don't want it, but tell me what happened. (laughs) I'm like, okay, I'll throw it in the dumpster. (laughs) I would have took the breast out of it and fucking ate it, If I knew how to do that, I absolutely would have. Yeah, because it was a rooster. It was a rooster. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. I'm quite impressed that you picked it up, to be honest with you, because you're not a hunter. No, but I know the like people do like that. Yeah. So I threw it on I threw it on ice for a minute until he got back and then he was out somewhere too. (laughs) I come back in and go, Hey, check this out and I lifted him. He's like, Yeah, I wouldn't over. worry about picking up a pheasant that I hit with a car because there's, you know, the bones and stuff are probably pretty mutilated. Yeah, and yeah. You're going to have a hell of a time cleaning that thing. But Yeah, I was coming down from, I couldn't have been going more than 55 originally, so I probably hit him at like 48. Yeah, but still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's tenderized. I threw him in, I threw him out in a snowbank and he ended up uh, out back and I just lobbed it. Icicle. <laughs> No, I just lobbed it, and he ended up, like, head up. He's just sitting there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's got a big-ass tail feather, too. Like, a really big feather. Look at that thing. God, I could have. That's a nice-looking bird. It is. Put that out on our social media. There you go. (laughs) They're not even native. You're right, and they don't even... they when. When I originally found that out, I'm like, of course, they don't even look like, they don't even look like they, anything right. else around here. Right. But yeah. I don't know where they come from, but they, people brought them over here. It's time for the Pilsner Podcast Top 7 of the Week. 
seven things you didn't know you cared about. Ooh. So this week's uh, top seven is sev- top seven celebrities that look like serial killers. Oh, I thought it was <laughs> things we didn't care know we no, cared about. That's just the running theme is gonna was every week is the seven things you didn't know you cared about. Or here are things you didn't know you cared about. Uh, but this week's theme is the top seven celebrities that look like serial killers. Shout, I can think of a few already, but go. Shout out to my wife who helped me with the list. Uh, and because this is more of a visual thing, I will be putting all of the pictures out on our Pilsner podcast Instagram account. Do uh, mug shots. For you to relate to. Uh, you're going to see a theme. These are all white males in their... I guess the youngest one might be the youngest one is probably in his thirties, but most of them are middle-aged white men. Because O.J. Simpson's black. That kind of, <laughs> but is he a serial killer? Two. What's the definition? Three. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, number seven, Joel Alstein. Alstein. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> right, creepy looking dude. Uh, might do some good, I think. I don't know, but he's creepy looking. Uh, number six, Ted Cruz. For sure. That's what Joel Alstein looks like. Okay. Definitely looks like a serial killer. Ted Cruz looks like he just, never mind. Number five. Pegged a lot. John, or Michael Sarah. No. Dude looks, like a little boy. Dude looks like a serial killer. Pop him up. <clears throat> he doesn't look like a... You need to see a picture, Adam? Yeah, I don't know him. Oh, yes you do. Super bad. He's in like a lot of Seth Rogen movies. Oh. Yeah, Scott okay. Pilgrim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of got that vibe. I mean, I'll just him. throw this he's out there. I had Ed Sheeran on the list, and my wife convinced me to take him off. So he's like number eight. He's just like... Uh, I guess I. Uh, I guess he's got a song with Eminem. I guess I. Uh, that, okay, we're gonna bury Eminem. Okay. Just dropped. Uh, Eminem and Ed Sheeran did a yes, song together. Yes. I know that. I'm and sorry, it's good. I didn't press play on any of the songs, but I read through. It was like featuring, 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 featuring. I'm like, oh, that's all it was. Was so yeah. He had a new album come out last week, and and uh, Stone Temple Pilots had a song come out this morning. Stone Temple Pilots, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know who the lead singer is though. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure that's Pearl crazy. Jam too. Because they're Stone Temple Pilots is touring with Nickelback this summer. Ugh. And Nickelback Ugh. is doing like an entire album from beginning to end, the one from like Ugh. 15 years ago. No. Um, <laughs> Pearl Jam, you said that they released a song. Yes. So Rolling Stone sends me an email, and I just kept scrolling. Don't care. Got another email today saying, "No, seriously, you need to listen to this new Pearl Jam song." I still haven't, but apparently it's amazing. We'll should we, should we to listen it. to it on this show? Sure. Sure. Okay, but go on. Keep going. Uh, number four, Dr. Phil. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Serial killer. White all guy, bald, all mustache. Over. Yes. Creepy smile. Yes. Ah. Wants to help everybody. Yes. I want to I wanna vote no only because he's fat and serial killers <laughs> aren't fat. Like, he's just, he'd struggle. Like, he's just logistically... <laughs> He's not strong. He can't lift. You know, he's just like, just carrying his gut around. Fair. I'll take that. But I still think he looks like a serial killer. 
It's creepy. You're allowed to. Number three is Shia LaBeouf. And I'm not talking like Transformers or early Shia LaBeouf. I'm talking full beard. Peanut Butter Falcon. Peanut Butter Falcon, Shia LaBeouf. That was a great movie, by the way. It's on the list. Okay. Um, You can see that. Yeah. Number two, celebrities that look like a serial killer, is a four-way tie. Ooh. <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't cut it down. <laughs> it's all four members of Color Me Bad. Okay, that, that's valid. You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to do that. I'm like, you can't turn a top seven list into it. <laughs> no, it's all four members of Color Me Bad. Uh, that, so I'll, I'll get a picture out of that one. Your number one celebrity that looks like a serial killer from the deep south, a land that probably has many a serial killer. McConaughey? Oh, God, no. That sexy man could never be a serial killer. I'm talking the one, the only, song of the south singing, Randy Owen. From Alabama. <laughs> I don't know that person. Oh, Jesus. He does have that vibe, yes. You don't know who... I mean, I do know... No, I didn't know the picture. Oh. I yeah, of course I know Song of the South. It's my top seven list. That's a good week. top seven. Serial killers. And that was... Shout out to it's my wife for the assistance. It's time for the Pilsner Podcast Top 7 of the Week. I need to do an outro to that. I, had them. I like the outro. No, I, I like using the intro as the outro. It's saying, and that was. <laughs> oh. So we were going to listen to the new Pearl Jam song? Yeah. It's not on Apple Music. I got a... I just heard a little clip on it on No, I'm going to find it. It's Seriously, you've, you've got to hear... I already found that. If you just search... Pearl Jam, Rolling Stone, Dance of the Clavions. They put it on their YouTube. Here it is. What the hell? Is this really it? This is awful. <laughs> Foster the Pearl Jam. A rolled cigarette. Is this the original? Confusion <laughs> is to commotion. What love is to our devotion. Perceptibly big. It's not even big Eddie's voice. I can tell it's Eddie Vedder. Yeah, but it's not his true voice. They auto tune this. Let's wait for the chorus and I'm turning it off. Here he kind of goes back to his original voice. How he, but did, did we like his voice to begin with? I did. Yeah, I thought there was something unique to He's it. the definition of grunge mouth. Right, and this, yeah. sound, this song is not grunge. No, 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 no. They haven't really been grunge for. But I just mean like when it when it albums. when it was though it was. <laughs> right, like he's got a voice that's just meant to go with like heavy guitars and drums. Yes, you know. Do you know what this reminds me of? 
This song's by The Killers. It's got the same pattern. But it makes sense because it's The Killers. Uh-huh. Not Pearl Jam. Right. Whoa. I immediately thought of that when I heard that Pearl Jam bit. Vocals to this type of music matches better than Eddie Vedder's voice. To Eddie Vedder guy. has no business putting out a song like that. That should have been shelved for a B-side that yes. comes out when he's dead. Yes. <laughs> the Singles and Rarities collection. Yes. I'm the man. Yeah, that's what that reminds me of. So apparently something named Corporate. Jeff Gutt. <laughs> is the lead singer of Pearl of Stone Temple Pilots since 2017. So like 3 years ago. Yeah, he replaced Chester Benningfield or no, no. Scott Weiland? Yeah, Scott. No. The guy from Oh, that's right, cuz Chester oh, did shit. do that Chester stone. took yeah. over for Scott Weiland. Yep, you're right. And then I thought that R.I.P. I thought that Scott well, Scott touring with them when he died, though, right? Wasn't he back with them? Didn't he leave and then come back? I don't know. I, I thought, don't. and then that's when Chester know. was. They have in. a whole new album coming out, February right, yeah. 7th. And that's why I had to. They dropped a single last night, and that's why I wanted to look and see who their singer was. Do you guys want to hear it? Sure, if you have it. Somewhere on here I do. It's called Fairly Well. Oh, shit, no, Scott Weiland died in 2015. And then Pennyfield Chester came in after that then. And then he died. They were playing, like, the Loose Moose or something like that in Rochester. I forget what the bar was called. It okay. was in this Minneapolis. Like, well, okay. So long, oh, they're going to get paid. He's adequate. This guy's adequate. I can get into this. It just doesn't... When he sings an old Stone Temple Pilot song, that's when you'll be like, eh. Yeah. But if we just treated this as a new band, you'd be like, yeah, this would be on a Levi's commercial. (laughs) Are they signed? Oh my God. They're signed. They got a major label deal. Well, and I just, as I was researching that real quick, I saw that, like, their big thing when they auditioned this guy and brought him in was they wanted somebody that was going to be able to do justice to their older stuff and, you know, create a new path for the band. Okay. Uh, Apparently he was in a group called... Rival City, uh, band with no name, but he was best known for being in a group called Dry Cell. 
Never okay. heard of him. Yeah. And then he was on uh, X Factor twice. Uh, 2012 and 2013. Like as a contestant? As a contestant, What the fuck yep. is X-Factor? Rock it's, on. Simon Cowell's bit. It's like a American, American Idol. Idol type of thing. Oh, Finished okay. second in 2013. All right, good for him. Yep. Made it too far to go back on it again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you don't just get to try again because you got second last year, dude. <laughs> yep. Okay. Gets, like Justin Guarini didn't get to go back on American Idol. Now he's just the Dr. Pepper guy. Little Pepper. Don't know him. It's the sweet thing, or whatever he says. <laughs> oh, I promise you, know it once you see it. <laughs> okay, I love. You don't know eggs. who Justin Guarini is? No. Okay. No. From Justin to Kelly? No, I don't. Hmm. I wasn't big into that stuff. You need to get out more. Yeah, yeah. You need you to know, get in more. <laughs> yeah, I need to get in more and watch that I, type of. I didn't TV watch it either. I was shows. just, I just know what happened that year. Okay. And I'm pretty sure season two was Ruben Stuttered. First year was Kelly Clarkson. Well, Ruben didn't win, did he? I don't. I thought he did, I but nothing Clay happened. A- Clay, a- Clay Aiken won. I don't know. I don't remember. They all suck. I just remember that was like early, early in my marriage when our kids were young. So I I did actually watch like Survivor and American Idol then because season one Survivor was awesome. I haven't seen it since, or the apartment much at that time. Okay. I never watched a show of. Either of those. And we Survivor. Only had, we or... only had like 10 or 12 channels mm-hmm. in our basic cable package. Yep. Yeah. Did you watch season one of Survivor with like Rudy, the old yeah. man, and R- naked he Richard died. Hatch? Yeah. Rudy just died within the last couple of months. Well, that, that show aired 20 some years ago and he was like 65, I just 70. I think they're going to have the 40th season of Survivor coming up. Yeah. What? Because they do like two or three seasons a year. Oh, okay. Okay. Like, and Colton was. We were living in the apartment in Sanborn, and that's where we were living when Colton was born. Wait, there's apartments in Sanborn? Yeah. I didn't know that. And that's that's where we were living when Colton was born, and he's 19 years old now, so the first season was 19 years ago. Like Tim said, 20, almost 20. Time flies. Time flies when you're living in Sanborn. Yeah, <laughs> living the dream. All right, kids. I got nothing else this week. I know. I'm queuing us out. Oh. Thanks for the beer, Corey. The Urban South stuff. It's always a treat. Yeah. Got a few more for next week's show. Really? Awesome. Yeah. We'll do the uh, totally small batch. I want you to try that. Good. It is a hazy. We should have that soon. Let's do it next week. You got it. See you guys next week. Sure, they nodded me yesterday, but who needs armor?